0: Welcome on in to the Burning Leaf Podcast with myself Tom and Russo. Nothing has changed from the Maple Leaf standpoint from last episode, but the Calgary Flames have changed a few things because uh, they played one game since our last recording of the Burning Leaf podcast, which makes an absolutely no sense. And on the Leaf side of things, they've played many games and not many good ones, but. The Flames have played the Edmonton Oilers, I believe, on Saturday. So, Russo, you can go and start with how they played and what things are going on with the Flames land so far.
1: Um, In regards to the, the Oiler game, like, I just thought it was a good hockey game. You know, I know they lost. Uh, I just, you know, I watched that game Saturday night, and, like, I didn't even go after the game ended. I wasn't even pissed off. I wasn't angry. It was just – it was a good hockey game. I thought the Flames played really well. Um, and sometimes – the best player in the world just gets three points and, right. and you lose. Um, I thought Jacob Markstrom had probably his second best game of the year, his best game game against the Penguins. Uh, and I know there was that goal by McDavid and people are going to shit on him for that. It was a bad goal. It might've changed the momentum, but I thought he made at least eight or nine, like 10 dollars in the game. He, I thought he had a really strong game. I thought, I thought that was Tyler Toffoli's best game of the year, even though he didn't score. Uh, the fourth line just continues to go. Like Brett Ritchie scored again. Um, there are a few worrying things. Obviously, you were able Huberto. You were Lindholm, especially Lindholm, has not looked. And like we talked about it last week, like he just hasn't looked himself. Um, something's got to change. They they are switching up the lines for tonight against Seattle. Yeah. Uh, Kadri is centering Huberto and Mangiapane, which is very intriguing to me. <laughs> Oh my god, Daryl. Uh, you got lead home setter and Lucic and Toffoli. So we'll, we'll see how that Is this going to be like
2: a physical battle? Uh, maybe. Uh, is there um, some then, like, bad blood we don't know about? Kadri the 1c, so toughness goes. Uh, Lucic, second line? Well, but, uh, Kadri has been their best player this year. Um,
1: but I don't know. It's weird. It's a, It's a weird combination. I don't expect it lasts very long uh the coleman back on dubay line i'm intrigued about and adam razichka is playing his first game of the year tonight um we'll see how he is and dan Vodar is getting the start picked them up, up in fantasy hopefully he can get me a w um no but i just i think there has been a little bit of adjustment period i think huberdo's been good at times and poor in others um it sucks because i'm watching matthew kuchuk in florida and he's looked so damn good mm-hmm. and i was like damn it like but it's okay. Um, I think Huberto. I think things are going to get better with him. He had some chances to get in against Edmonton. You know, maybe playing with Casimir Mangiapane will, you know, turn things his way. I think he's had some chances, had some looks. He needs to shoot more. That's the one thing I've noticed with him. He doesn't really like to shoot, and maybe it's the reason why he's only scored a career high of thirty. Um, he's more of a passer. But look, you know what? People are getting too worked up. We're seven games in. He's on a new team, new system, new line mates. Um, I think things will just get better for Huberto as, as the year goes on. Like, you look at Kadri, he's going to start me out of the gates, right? So um, I think at some point, Huberto's going to gain some traction here. If you want to be worried about anyone, I'd be a lot more worried about Lindholm because he's not getting the looks that he was like a year ago where he was just having look after look after look after look in the slot. Um, I think things will will turn, hopefully, for the best. But you know, at the end of the day, they're 5-2. To start the year you know, they're I think they sit fourth in the Pacific, but they've played the least amount of games, but they haven't they've only been on the road once. The the, the schedule has been really weird. Like, how do you play two games in nine days and you're on an eight-game homestand? Terrible. It, I don't understand it. Like the Leafs have already gone to California and to Vegas, and and the Flames have only played six games or seven games, whatever it is. Um, I don't know. I I think the biggest storyline that came out of the game on Saturday was uh, Daryl Sutter. (laughs) Apparently Jonathan Huberto had the shit in the first period. Oh, my (laughs) God. I love Sutter. I love him. All time. Uh, Because you know what? I didn't because I went to bed because I had work Sunday morning. So, like, right after the game, I kind of turned it off. I was like, all right, let's go to bed. And I get up in the morning and my mom is like, oh, what did Sutter say about someone having to take a shit? I'm like, (laughs) What? So obviously, I go on Twitter, and the first thing you see, like, I, I follow a lot of flames people. Is this quote by Daryl? Oh, it had me. I was dying. That was it, we're, we've, we're already like in quote of the year of the season. Like Daryl had some bangers last year. <laughs> there was the, I think the best one that came out of it was uh, when they asked him about the Avalanche. It was like, oh, like if you play the Avalanche in the first round, it's was a waste of eight days, and then ended up being an eight. <laughs> which, <laughs> It's pretty factual editors, in his quotes. There was that. There was the one I think on the morning of Game Seven, they were like, "Oh, like Daryl, like how you feeling this morning? He's like, "Oh, good. You know the the the, the baby geese were out. You know he he's had some all-timers. so it'll be a. Uh, it, it was a good quote. It was pretty funny. So and he did talk about Huberto. Uh, I think it was today. He was just saying like, "Look, he's playing a 200 foot game. Like the points are going to come. If you're worried about him, then you're out of your mind." Is basically what he said. So, um, look, there wasn't much to talk about the Flames. If the biggest thing coming out of the past week was Daryl Sutter talking about Jonathan Huberto having to take a shit, you know, actually, you know what? To be fair, the Flames could have won 10 games in a row. And if he still said that, it still would have been the biggest thing that came out of it. Because it's just like, when does a coach ever say that? It's just because that's Daryl. But um, they got Seattle tonight. It should be a good game. And then. I forget who they play on Thursday. I know they got Jersey on Saturday, so it should be a good week. It'll be a, it'll be an interesting week for sure. So um, that'll do it for my side. Just because, like I said, not much to talk about. A lot to talk about on your end, Okay. So um, Thomas, I'm gonna let you lead it off because the Leafs have been, oh boy, uh, a mess to say the least.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's what you could probably categorize this as the california road trip you know maybe what what would you guys say four three years ago it started to get easy you know it started to be like okay you know we're gonna go in there pretty much you know get out of there pretty quickly win some games like the leafs did last year i'm pretty sure they won all the games in california and they, um, um,
1: if i remember correctly they didn't trail for a second
0: yeah when they was on that road trip, it yeah.
2: was the turning point of
0: the slow start they had last year yeah And it seems to be (laughs) the opposite of that this year. Um, You go to Vegas, you lose, you get dominated. You go to San Jose, you lose, get dominated. You go to LA, you lose, get dominated. And you go to Anaheim and lay an egg in the third period. It's, it's not looking good right now. Uh, As you said, Russo, it's not looking good in Leafs land right now. And just many negative comments, many negative things surrounding the team. Um, The number one thing that came out to me about this weekend was the Mitch Marner video, I guess thing you want to call a tamper tantrum i just i find no reason why people are defending this guy uh for doing that you know i saw this tweet i, I don't remember who tweeted it online it was leafs account but it was like oh nhl superstars aren't allowed to have tantrums yeah they are not when they get benched by their coach did any of the all the videos that person tweeted was not getting like a harassed or i don't even like Talked by to their coach after that, after the fact. That wasn't before. Like, are we jumping right into this? Yeah, right What's into. The, I'm so down. Right
2: into Mitch Martin. Okay, what what high level players have had on the bench tantrums, fits with their lot. team? And you, see, you last, know
1: what? Like, the years. one that the one that always stands out to me is probably because it was against the Flames. Nathan McKinnon. Right. Where he's yelling at Jared Bednar and he like Larry turns to him and he's like, do your fucking job. Hold and his like, coat f- and, and do he- your fucking job. <laughs> my favorite part about that clip is like McKinnon's like so pissed and he's arguing and he falls back and Landis Cog is like, oh. <laughs> but keep going. Get get your point across. That was, um,
2: uh, yeah, I just remember Kucherov that was really funny. At the end of the Stanley Cup final, through a fit <laughs> on the ice. For good reason. Sure. sure. For For good good reason, reason, but sure. Intense, you're high level. Play. You were the top of the top. Uh, Ovechkin has had a couple. Crosby, nobody can play with Sidney Crosby. Why kind of hard to play with, but yeah, he threw a lot of fits when he was like a rookie. Those a first of, few years, a lot of players have thrown a lot of fits. Do you know what? None of them have done left their team. Mm-hmm. He Mitch Marner left the Toronto Maple Leafs because he was benched. Because he was having a bad day. A bad game. Directly cost them in that game four goals. Directly caused two. Didn't score one that would have won it. Which Mm -hmm. led to another. Four Mm -hmm. goals. In goal chances, he was minus four in a single fucking game against the Anaheim Ducks. I don't care who you are. That's impressive. Yeah. And I I don't know where he goes from here. I don't know where this team has to change something. It, it not can't be the coach. Keith fucked up. Keith let him back out there. I can see the reasoning behind you through a tantrum tantrum. Go win us the game almost did. If he scores that goal, like
0: different different storyline, Nobody's
2: talking about it. What no. a player Mitch Marner is. <laughs> he went back there, broke a stick, got the guts, won the game. But no. That's not that's not what happened. It's the flip side of what happened. And the reality is they blew a fucking lead to the Anaheim Ducks. Who were on a seven game losing streak? They went to California and got dominated in every game they played. They went to Vegas, got dominated. They lost to the Coyotes. They haven't beaten a playoff team slash playoff or starting goaltender this year. They haven't. They beat the Dallas Stars. Cool was the backup. Hey, don't don't disrespect Wedgewall. Sure, but like <laughs> they haven't beaten a good team yet, fair enough. And I think we all thought, like, hey, maybe they're gonna start off slow, and they have. They're only four, four, and one. A bunch of teams are four, four, and one. Two teams, four, four, and two, four, That's four, nice. and two, right? Anaheim. A bunch of teams are in that count sphere Tampa, Florida. Florida's got their own problems, but like. Florida's a good at, t- at really good though at times though. You know what each of those teams have? Like the a, benefit of the doubt. A playoff series win. An effort. That too. This team doesn't have the effort. They don't care. They don't care. Mm-hmm. And like that's the part that pisses me off the most of the, all those poor people that paid to go watch the game against Philadelphia tomorrow. Those poor people.
0: Felix Sandstrom, first NHL win. <laughs>
2: like all the poor yeah, people, put your money down on it. Yeah, money to go watch the game against the Arizona Coyotes, and it's just we put in the effort as fans because we all really like this team. The effort isn't back, and no matter who it is, you can bring in Shanahan, Dubis, all the AGMs. You can bring in Keefe. Everybody, top to bottom something's wrong here something needs to change and it should have been done i can see the reasoning for not doing it each and every summer right there's a reasoning mm-hmm. why they didn't uh if they started off well this year sure sure if they're like six two and two or whatever sure great move they didn't do anything it's the same team nobody cares
0: mm-hmm.
2: nobody cares. And it's something needs to change, and it's not the coach. I'm okay with firing Keith. They're not going to do it. No, yeah. But what, like, what difference is it making if they fire Keith? Like, who's
1: coming in? Like, who, who are they bringing in? I, I guarantee it's not Barry Trotz. Who's available? Who's coming to coach the Leafs if they fire
2: Keith? And what changes? And what are you gonna do? Spend 16 million dollars on your coaches this year? Mm-hmm.
1: Well, because they're still paying Babcock.
2: Yeah, like and then if you fire
1: Keith, they're still gotta fire Keith, they still gotta pay Keith. Right,
2: right, right. And then you gotta pay the new guy to I'm you, it,
1: at, at some points, like if the guys on the on the ice aren't getting it done, I said it for years about the flames. Like they how many coaches did they go through since 2016? Glenn mm-hmm. Gulletson, Bill Peters, Jeff Ford, now they're on Daryl Sutter. right? Right? Sure, maybe. Not having a good coach was the problem. We're seeing that now. You know, obviously Daryl coming in, but I said it even when they hired him. If they can't get their shit together, you shit can the whole team, mm-hmm. right? And they got their shit together. The team got dismantled anyway, not, <laughs> yeah, by, was just not by choice, yeah, 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 yeah. but just by circumstance that their two best players were able to leave. Mm-hmm. But at some point, like what? What's going to change? We know the Leafs have it in them. Right, we know this. Like, look, they started off poorly last year and they won fifty-four games. Right, like, right. That's the frustrating. This team should right? be top
2: three in the league.
1: They, they, and their schedule had in terms of teams. Don't give me the bullshit about oh, they've had to travel. Every team has to travel. They've had a very easy schedule outside of maybe a couple teams. Right, right. You, like you said, it. I think it was you, Thomas, six years ago. You go through the California road trip. Oh boy, you're lucky to get out with two points.
0: Yeah,
1: because it it's a friggin' it it was a it was that it, that was a hard trip to go through. The Flames usually never won any games when they'd go through that road trip. These days, only coming out with two points, failure. Anaheim is not good. San Jose is not good. LA is good, but they're not. They could win. They're not the LA team that they used to be. They're getting mm-hmm. there. They're going to be there one day, but. You know, I, even like, you know what, the Vegas game, whatever, you lose, disappointing effort. That game against Anaheim, like they shouldn't have even have got a point in that game. And I do not yeah, want to yeah. hear, no, I, agree. I do <laughs> not want to hear the bullshit because I see people say, oh, the refs are always jobbing the Leafs. The league is always jobbing the Leafs. Enough. Yo, enough there's of like that. four
2: games this enough. year that the Leafs directly w- w- were very clearly on the side of the refs helping them.
1: Yes, and the Anaheim game, there was Perfect gets a penalty shot. I don't remember who the duck was that should have got one. That was not goal to interference on, I believe it was Adam Henrique, was it? Yeah. That pushed yeah. in David Kampf. It's not goalie interference. The Leafs, the, the league was actively trying to help them. Right. They should not have got a point against Anaheim. They're lucky they did, especially after blowing the lead that they did against fucking Anaheim. And you know what? To Sheldon though, this guy has no fucking balls, does he? No, because okay, so two weeks ago he backtracked on the Marner and Matthews comments about our elite players haven't been elite. He didn't call them out directly. He was talking about them, but he was he he was telling the truth, right? And both of them, oh my god, I can't no no no. And he backtracked, and now the minute he meant benched Marner, finally he did something good. Good job, Marner leaves the bench. The Ducks tie it and you're putting him back out there the minute he left the bench. No, Mitch, you're done. You're done. Pack it in. Like Pack it in if you're
2: sitting tonight or tomorrow.
1: Well, just for the rest of the game. I think for the rest of the game. Because you know, um, and I know John Tortorello is not the greatest example. He's got Phillies playing well. I have, but, but like, I have torts a... would, that would never fly with torts. It would never fly with Daryl Sutter. It no. would never fly with. I'm just
2: trying to think of like never fly with Babcock. Come on, man. And it's like repeated time after time. And if we go down the path of well, something has to change. Mitch Martyr, get the fuck out of my face.
1: I don't we, think he has the cojones hate... for this market.
2: No, and we hated you after you begged through the media for your money. If you have a Stanley Cup, I don't give a fuck.
0: Right, 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 right. Then you, Tom, even a round one win. Like, like you <laughs> ran into you a rock star
1: in this city if they got a win. You ran into Tapa.
2: Mike Babcock and butted heads with Mike Babcock. We knew they didn't like each other. Mitch Marnard, uh Mike Babcock. Babcock didn't want him from the start. Orensky. No Han. Zach Warinsky. Or Holy It was one of the two. Zach Werenski would be great on this team right now um but so should have mitch Marner like correct pick Well wow, he's been good like that's like's been great. it's just
0: but too many incidents like, like I don't care there's
2: too many exact too many incidents. why are you as a 11 million dollar player who you begged for every last penny for and thought that you are the most elite player on this team? now having like four public incidents with your coach, mm-hmm. and that all reflect on you as you're a spoiled brat. He's one of the players that willingly takes games off. 100%. That we know of. Arizona Coyotes, I don't want to play tonight. No, I'm good. He's one of those players.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: 11 million No, fuck off. How many games do, are you going to take off? 10 12 how many a games year? Does uh, cool. I'm how many games 10 does... 12 games off your paycheck. How many you can't games is con- sorry. sorry,
1: sorry, how many games does Connor McDavid take off?
2: Does he, how many games was Connor McDavid in the third <laughs> period down two goals? Go, I'm done tonight. No, he scores a hat trick and wins it.
1: <laughs> look at <laughs> the game against Chicago. I know it's like, Chicago and I know they're
0: back. We did it. They won the game.
1: Look what he did. Look at Pittsburgh. Look at the game they played against Pittsburgh. Yeah. Dry the, saddle, man.
2: The, mm-hmm. Chicago, the Chicago game that brings me back to the Matthews versus Kane. Matthews takes the lead, Kane takes it back. Matthews grabs it right back, Kane again, and then Matthews again. Like, because it's there, the will to win, just to like, I'm going to take this game and win it. It's not there with Marner. It's not really there with Nylander. It's not there in the bottom six, the middle six. It's not there throughout the lineup. Out there on the bench,
0: but
1: mm-hmm. like, uh, what point are you worried about the bottom six?
0: I, I, dude, remember I said last year this that's the reason they lost for Tampa, they didn't get enough bottom six goals. And what happens this year? They have like barely any goals. David Camp is leading their like he has more goals, against the same amount of goals, Matthews, and he's still getting fourth line minutes. And then I, I read the lines today, I'm just mind boggled how they're why is Nick Roberts in a scratch? Like, this guy is yeah. the only one on their roster who gives a fuck right now. Like, he's actually battling. He's hitting. Him and then and they bench him in uh, the last six minutes.
1: Him and Tavares. Tavares has been good. And Nylander. I don't think. Yeah. willie has been really good for them. Yeah.
0: Like, I, Nick I, Robertson. Like, what is that doing for him? Benching? Like,
1: like what? They just, have a lot of players where it's like, they just don't know what to do with them. Nicholas Obey, Kubel. They're just like, I don't think Keith likes them. Kerfoot, they
2: move around the lineup. They don't mm. have a spot for him. Kerfoot is a 5 out of 10 in everything
0: he does. <laughs> Dude, penalty shot 0 to 10, man. This guy has so had like, 2 and missed the net twice. Get a thing. Jimmy VC Vanilla,
2: get off this team. <laughs> You're gone. These, this entire team is Vanilla and Stale Bread. Everybody needs a thing on this team. Mm-hmm. The bottom six doesn't have it. They don't have a Two left wing right now. <laughs> they may not even have a one left wing right now. Yeah, I don't have a. Michael Bunting's, like, Bunting's been pretty poor. Yo, Michael Bunting. You want that like eight million? That eight year contract?
0: You sure? Bunting really
1: should have taken a one year deal. He would have got paid this summer. Yeah, I do want to say like I know you guys are ba- Like, yeah, go ahead. It's the right to. I think everyone is bashing Marner, and rightfully so. But if you're gonna shit on him, where's Matthews been? How many five on five points does he have? (laughs) Just one. The one he does have. He has, and it's been a tip in goal at even strength.
0: Right.
2: And like that's your that that's the guy that won the heart last year. Come Come on. Where is the like leadership of this team? Mitch Marner throws a fit, and everybody's just okay with it.
1: Well, there was a clip I think when Keith took the timeout against Anaheim. There's a clip of him talking. Not one guy is looking at him. That I did listen to, I want, it was, I was listening to Steve Dangle and he said, this feels exactly like the 1920 team that got Babcock fired. And
2: got the guy they wanted. And then they went on a heater for
1: about a month.
2: And then they fell back down to where they were at the beginning of the year. So, that's why you can't fire the coach because you can't let the players run the team. No. And that's what it is. The
1: inmates are running the asylum right now. <laughs> that's a good point. And, <laughs> and Quite- they, and they don't. And unfortunately, with all due respect to John Tavares, he doesn't seem like the kind of guy that's going to step in there and yell at everybody. It's like, what get them? Like, what the fuck are we yeah, doing in the
0: public? He doesn't, sure. I don't know. He doesn't
1: seem like that yeah. kind of guy. And look, yeah, no. there's been quiet leaders and, if that's who he is, that's fine. He's been. It's not like Tavares has been bad. He's been probably outside been their of best player. They're sorry, not Nealander. Outside of Ilya Samsonov, he's been their best player, right? But they also have other leaders. They have other vets on that team. Like Jordano is there. Mm-hmm. Brody is a little bit older. I know Muzzin's not
2: playing, but like Riley,
1: where are too.
0: you?
2: Who is the actual captain? Let's be honest. It's
1: You know what? I know Gio's only been there for like, um, like two minutes. How much you want to bet he's probably the most vocal guy in that room?
2: Probably, yeah. Probably up there. It's the thing of like, when you build teams and you build analytical teams and you have, like, if you play NHL, playmaker, two-way forward sniper, playmaker, playmaker, sniper, whatever you want, you have your stylistic players that you put in certain places down your lineup. You have to do that with players personalities too. You have to have a mix of personalities and a mix of people that will say no to each other. And like Mitch Marner yelled at fucking Justin Hall, like get your head out of your ass for that awful pass. And mm-hmm. good. and you know what sometimes that's fine. Sometimes you know. it's fine, yeah. but also we know they're like best friends on the team. Right. It's easy to yell at your best friend for something in a situation like that. You need people that will just... You need a John of to go yell at Pierre Engvall because he fucked up. But nobody does that. You need somebody to go yell at Austin Matthews for not playing d- defense. Somebody go yell at Michael Bunting. Like, you need a mix of personalities to where you don't get um, Groupthink and just yes men time after time. And we see it in management offices how awful that goes. The mm-hmm. Vancouver Canucks for years were just yes men. The Toronto Maple Leafs throughout the entire Phil Kessel tenure were just yes men. Yo Tyler Bozak, Phil Kessel. Yeah, if we add a fourth line grinder, we're going to win the cup year after year after year. And it didn't work. And now you have a management group that, uh, to their credit, Has brought in so many different voices uh, whether it be like Haley Wickenizer the dude who wrote the CBA to just tell each other no we saw parts of it during the Amazon documentary they yell at each other and different ideas and stuff that doesn't necessarily come out they go to baseball games to meet with other baseball teams to see how they work that's brilliant nobody in the NHL does that they get Gary Bettman to hire their GM's half the time Nobody's going to the Chicago Cubs to be like, "Hey, how do you guys work?" The Dallas Cowboys Dubas is going to NFL games because the management team doesn't have group doesn't have a level of groupthink among them. The players do. Mitch Austin, they begged to play together. In the end, it was the right call. They wanted to Babcock was like over my dead body to play together. (laughs) Yeah, like Mike Babcock to his credit, had some decent managing styles, but then also shot himself in the foot of, no, I don't want to ice the best lineup tonight. Why would I do that? But sometimes he was right. You can't let these kids who are a little bit spoiled have exactly what they want all the time.
1: And I think that's why maybe he worked, like, they won cups in Detroit. Everybody bought in, and I, Mm. I think... You know, between Datsuk and Zetterberg and Hosa and Lidstrom and all those guys that were there. Yeah, they had some unbelievable leaders on that team. And we know that from fact. We have a team that has, they could have had, what, six, seven guys that could have been captain on those teams. It helps. Yeah, they
2: weren't afraid to call each other out. They weren't afraid to throw out new ideas, try things. Yeah. Try think that this team just—they have no will to do more—and that's yeah. a problem. When you get, I think, look, paid to the, be the more.
1: Yeah, look at the end of the day, it's still or uh, a month in. Right. The team, I think, is going to be fine. I, I don't, I don't see why not. There's too much high-end talent. Say what you want about the depth. Say what you want about the goaltending. There's too much high-end talent there to not be good. Right. There's too much. Like Austin's going to figure it out. Marner will be better. Neilander's going to continue to be good. devar should will, will be will be good the rest of the way. You know, the defense has to figure itself out. You know, I don't know if necessarily that Riley Mete pairing is going to work. Um, but I still think when Lilligren gets back and you're hoping he can pick up where he left off last year, you know, your your question is still in net. Right? Is Samsonov as good as he's been? I don't know. Maybe we know Murray's not very good.
2: Uh, Are you sure he played one game?
1: uh, Well, we know from past uh, we know from past sample size he's not good. We know we've known that for the past four years that Matt Murray is not a good NHL goalie. No matter what you try to tell yourself, we know it. We know he's not good. Right, Thomas, I can see in your face right now you know where you know where uh, he's at
0: imagine if matt murray was playing on this team right now he would be like threatened every game he'd start and lose like imagine if he was playing and losing games and it was his fault as well like imagine i'm just yeah and like like, i think
1: someone said it. it's like where would the team be with alylia samson on right now do they even have a win or a couple wins maybe not he's played really really well
2: and then, like, on top of this, imagine not having a goalie you can trust. Like, last year, when we had 840 Jack Campbell and groin Peter Morazic. Imagine that on this team. All the question marks.
1: Yeah. And you got Shalgren who's very clearly not an NHL goalie.
2: No, but, like, I think he's closer to last year Shawgren than he has been through these two games. Or three games. Uh, Well,
1: Asher Schalgen was sub
2: 902, though. I don't hate it as the third goalie, but like, can't be your backup. I don't want the third goalie to play 20 games. I know that's that's it it might happen. Might happen. It's all just like there's the worst part about this is too we know. So probably Keith is gone at the end of the year, regardless. Is Uh, this contract up? His contracts up, so is Dubis. Dubis,
1: I don't think Dubis is back. Whether so Dubas, he wants to be back here or not,
2: and he has a job before his phone call with Chanahan, telling him he's not renewed. As his- somebody will hire him,
1: I. Yeah. You know what? For did you what see? Brat, the, did for, you see
2: what Elliot Freeman and Jeff Merrick said? He up? said there's
1: like five or six teams that like would in an instant, like
2: instantly, take. like fire their GM for him.
1: <laughs> you know what? Like the Flames would never do it, but as great as a job is tree living. Did the salvage of the team this summer? If Dubas became available, I'm bringing in him over Trelling to get a new voice. Whether people like it or not, I still think he would be a much it, it better. It not work. Like, imagine tree they, living. they went
0: around. Oh my god!
1: Like or like imagine him like, you you know to be the AGM. Like, like you know, the minute Kyle Dubis is on a different team, they're gonna like win the cup. It's it's Alexander. You know what's gonna all happen. All over right? It's Alan's. Dude, not again. even that. Phil Kessel. Nasm Kadri. Take your pick of guys who went elsewhere in one. Tyler Bozak. Like Tyler Bozak the
2: year after <laughs> he left. To You know it's gonna happen, right? Yeah, yeah. It's it's the same thing, but that concerns me because it shows me that the top doesn't necessarily believe in what's going on, on the ice. Like Shanahan and the board of directors, they don't believe in Dubas. Like it's clear this is never. I think fully Shani does
1: because if Shanny didn't, he would have got rid of him last year. Mm,
2: well that was the thing of he was told it if unless you make it out of the first round, you're done, unless it's to Tampa. And what happened? It was to Tampa. We got lucky. But we know Matthews buys into Dubas's idea. I wouldn't risk that. I well, wouldn't risk that at all. Letting Dubas go for Matthews, and then where do you go? You're sitting here in two years with Willie's a UFA, Tavares is a one year out. Tavares
1: will be one year out. Marner will be one year out. You're, and you're, Matthews you're is gone. Riley. Yeah. What do you do? They've They've got to do. I've seen people saying tear it down. No, no. Why do you think when the Flames had Johnny Gajero, Why do you think they never tore it down? They had to do the everything in their power to one, win with him, and two, convince him to stick him around, to Mm. have him stick around. Ultimately, I think the Flames did everything they could. He just chose a different route. Hey, John, are you regretting that decision yet or or what? Um, That's a conversation for another day. Um, But they've got to do everything in their power here to make sure that either one, they win in this window with Matthews, or two, they convince him, hey, don't leave. And we will figure it out. <laughs> and look, I think with what happened this past summer, with Gaudreau and Kachuk, star players might think, "Hey, I, I can leave," because
0: mm-hmm.
1: we never really seen it outside of Artemi Panarin. When was the last time a high profile UFA made it to free
2: agency?
0: I mean, John oh, Tavares. Yeah. Tavares, like, true,
1: but like, but even before Tavares, when was the last time it happened?
2: And mm-hmm. I think it never too- did. Um, for one, like that leak shit of the Leafs are all in on McDavid when he's a UFA. Oh my god, <laughs> he's
1: never what? coming to Toronto. He's never coming to Toronto. You, you don't
2: know that for sure. He's I never coming to less Toronto. and less, less and less. I, like,
1: I think there's a but, way bigger chance he re-signs in Edmonton than ever considers coming to Toronto.
2: Oh yeah, for sure. No, but like if it's at all a thing, holy shit. But I also think too. Matthews Every team the, should be
1: doing that. He's four years out. If, yes. if you're
2: a team yes. that isn't at least thinking
1: about it, you're not doing your job.
2: Exactly. But I also think, too, on the flip side, uh Austin Matthews is the type of player to go the like year by year kind of thing, like an NBA thing. Do of, we though? Of like, say he re-signs. What are the odds it's eight years? I think it's I closer to like two or three.
1: I, I think he'd be stupid to, to do that, Phil. You have to think about it. Hockey—it's a very rough sport. You take you take a hit one wrong way, your career could be done.
2: Sure, but I also think he thinks differently. He doesn't think that way. He thinks Maybe. the NBA bat—it's the same reason he took the five-year deal mm-hmm. because he thought at the his end earnings. of it. Yeah, because at the end of it, the he TV deal picks Not necessarily choose where he wants to go. But knowing that there's a bigger payday at the end of it because he's not locked in three years post salary cap exploding. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. He's going to do the same thing again, like a three year. And then with the way that this team's lined up, if after it's all said and done and Mitch is up and Willie's up and Tavares is up and there's none of them left here or only one, he can just say bye and go get paid elsewhere.
1: Well, he's, I think he also has to think about that if, uh, you have to think if a team is going to sign him and it, let's say he makes it the free agency, which I don't know if he will. Let's say he makes it there. No team is going to be like, we're signing over three years. Every team's going to be, we want seven. Right. Obviously. Right. He's awesome. So he, he may not have that choice. We'll see. That's a story for another day. I think we're, <laughs> we're thinking way too far in advance. <laughs> yeah. Like we're we're talking like the Leafs are four four and two. We're talking about Austin Matthews fucking bolting in free agency. You know, it's at that point though. It's at that point. So, um, I think you guys are good, right? Think you guys are good. Yeah, I just
0: want to say one more thing. Uh, You know, the convincing part of what you were saying, like you gonna be convinced for a player to say man chicago must be doing a really good job with Kane"? <laughs> i mean yeah, for the last gone. four years
1: and <laughs> yeah, well he was also under contract right yeah so anyway um let's get into a few other things just uh you know it was a good talk there on here uh the vancouver canucks finally won a damn game they've won now two games um <laughs> we talked about it and now they're going to go on a winning streak i think that's just how it works right um good for them, I guess. It would have been fun to see them, you know, go really bad. But
0: why is uh, that fun?
1: <laughs> I don't know. I just I don't like Vancouver and it's it's fun seeing like teams in your division fail. If like if you saw Tampa lose like 10 in a row, I think you would have been pretty happy. Sorry, not Tam, maybe Boston. Mm, Boston looks fun. One more team. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah, but don't worry, they're on the verge of like winning 10 in a row, basically. Like
1: <laughs> yeah. So much for the Bruins just being bad. Uh the Ottawa Centers are also up for sale, which we figured what well, would happen after Melnick died. Um all
2: right. Yeah. So right. they're up for sale. We'll see what happens. Maybe someone will take it's, over and it's a good play by them to not sell the team at its lowest.
1: Yeah. They've had a good
2: start. Things are looking up. Unfortunately, they're it's gonna
1: be without the services of Josh Norris for the year, but
2: yeah. On That's that note, platform. actually, did you guys see the ranking of the most valuable teams?
1: Uh, the guys? Leafs are number one.
2: Leafs are now number one. They oh, surpassed the Rangers. the Rangers for number two. Um, Arizona Coyotes didn't have a definitive number that I actually bothered to look at, but they were like half the second last place, which I believe still means that the Golden State Warriors cap next year can buy the Arizona Coyotes. Yeah. <laughs> They're uh, your salary cap.
0: Did
1: you guys watch any of the games at Molar Arena, like on TV?
0: I the highlights.
1: I think it looks pretty cool.
0: Their lighting looks so awful.
1: It yeah. does, but I think I it's think It looks like Meadowvale. Very- <laughs> yeah. Meadowvale's bad. Meadowvale so bad. Uh, no, but I think it looks pretty cool. I mean, I think it... Uh, you know, you can say what you want. I, th- I think it actually looks pretty decent. Like, for being a college drink, I think it looks okay.
2: I think they'll I be okay. they did a... Good job leaning into it. I think it'll be fun. I th- like it's not an ideal situation, but at the end of the day it was kind of fun to watch. If they can keep it filled, yeah. It's out of 4600.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, like if they if that starts getting like half full, oh boy, they're in trouble. Oh, it's going to be bad. It's going to be bad. Yeah. But I think they'll be able to keep it full and it'll be a fun time. It, it yeah. looks like it's it won't be I think,
1: awful. I think that'd be kind of a, a fun place to go watch a game. Yeah. In, in, in a dumb kind of way, I think it'd be kind of fun. And, but... like,
2: we talked about the visiting dressing room, and it's only for a game. Like, it's for four games. It sucks, whatever. Not ideal. Construction issues. Everybody also, has a college rank. The thing I had issue with more was the homeroom.
1: Well, I think it's because this the coyotes aren't using asu's home room, obviously no so they so no. i believe they're using the, the visitors locker room and then they had to manufacture another room which it's a smaller rank obviously they're not going kind to of have room for it which is why it looks the way it does so i think that's why it was that way it's because they didn't have another room they weren't expecting an nhl team to be playing out of there at the same time as their college obviously team. Yeah. right so I think people are too up in arms about it. It's a dressing room. None of us are in it. They're in it for maybe an hour, you know, combined throughout the whole they're... the whole time
2: they're there. No, they're in it for more, man. Well, I mean, during a game, it practices, oh, whatever. Yeah.
1: But, like, they're only there. Like, Realistically, they're only practicing there once. They're doing a morning skate, and then they're coming back for the game, and then they're leaving. You know, I feel w- more bad for the player, like the Coyotes players, because that's what their rink is all year. But at the end of the day, it's you know what, you're playing in the NHL, you're making millions, who cares? Um <laughs> uh, I mean if it was
2: making millions of dollars, you see some of those like college rinks called dressing rooms, like yeah. the football ones. <laughs> oh man. Um, and then you're the Arizona Coyotes professional hockey and you play in one that you played in in like Pee Wee.
1: Hey, but apparently it has the best ice in the league, according to some of the players. I would hope so. Yeah, Blake Wheeler said. I, I think no, it was Pierre Luc Dubois. I think he said, "Like the ice is like some of the best in the league."
0: Do you think some of these players are just getting paid just to say that? <laughs> no, I don't know.
2: A team from no. Winnipeg?
1: I don't really think so.
0: I think
2: players see it as like a fun thing, like the Leafs and Sens playing in Belleville every year. It's fun once, fun twice, which is all they need to. Like the Leafs aren't going I there think- seven, eight times a year. No, I think the only the,
1: the most the team is gonna visit their year is maybe three times.
2: Yeah, three or four. And it's four. gonna be
1: all the teams in the central. Exactly. So like your like so your team's are like Chicago and Dallas and Colorado. But anyway. Uh real quick note, Devin Dubnik has hung it up after uh 12 years of he Dubnik was a very weird goalie because like he went from being like like this guy kind of sucks and then he went to Minnesota and was up for the Vesna, And then he kind of was he just, top three? He was top three in 2015 really? after he got traded. Yeah. I think, I think Arizona he was in got a four first. teams that year, right? Nashville, Arizona. I think he was in Montreal. <laughs> and then he went to Minnesota. Crazy. They gave up a first round pick to get him. Goes on to have an incredible run. Right. It, it was, I think it was overshadowed because at the same time, Andrew right. Hammond was doing what he was doing. It was that same year. Um, but then he ended up being one of the most consistent goalies for like five, six years up until the 2021 year where he just fell off a cliff. I think like that's what ended up happening with Duke, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. He was good for a while, though, in Minnesota. Like He was one of the
2: probably premier goalies in the league. And like, as a fantasy owner, always always a great pick. Mm-hmm. Got a lot of shots, low goals against. It was always a great team. Was That's good. Fantasy. The team was
1: decent. Yeah, exactly. Like the Wild were never bad, but they were obviously never really good. Yeah. They were just in that middle state. So they were winning games, but no, like uh, you know, congrats to Devin doomnik Yeah, he, he had a good career. seemed seems like, seemed like a, a a genuinely good dude. So yeah, the it, the uh, I I don't did he play at all last year? I don't think he did. So maybe now it's so. no, I don't think so. And now it's like officially, okay, I'm done uh anyway uh we'll just get right into players of the week uh it was a little bit of a shorter week but uh thomas i'll start with you who do you got
0: yeah i got the guy who's leading the last recording since with points tage thompson of the buffalo sabers what a season he's having to start i mean at the start of the year very start of the year he only had i think one point in like four or three games and everyone's like oh the contract doesn't look very good right now and it looks pretty good after what happened and what transpired yesterday getting Six points and a hat trick in Buffalo's win uh, last night versus the Detroit Red Wings. This guy, man, he's getting paid like he's going to be the best player on their team. They have Rasmus dalin and all that, but up front, he looks to be like their best player this year for sure, and they're paying him like it. So, shout out to him, man. He's been pretty good uh, the last couple of years for sure.
1: Him and Alex Tuck, the Twin Towers up there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, look good. Look good. Tom,
2: uh, I got. I'm going to go off of what I wrote down. I just want to give some credit to the New Jersey Devils and Jesper wagon, Bratt. Wagon, wagon, Jesper he's Bratt. Great... I have him, I have him in fantasy on one of my teams, and
1: yeah, I have him. I have him. On a, I have him in both of our leagues, and he's been incredible.
2: Yeah, I've Hughes him, on Brad. the other one, and just Bratt's always outscoring him. Um, when we talk about like top ten, top twenty wingers in the league for next season, oh, he's in there. He's in there. <laughs> He this dude out of nowhere. Uh and sad, sad pick that uh every I other guess.
0: team could have gotten, yeah.
2: Yeah, no a strong also, pick. Uh it was known Kyle Dubas wanted him, but he was turned down in the fifth round. So just want to throw yeah. it out there. He's of, he's
1: pretty he's incredible. Of, so good. Yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah. Uh should have been a leaf, but was not. And he's a devil. And,
1: and who knows if devil. he'll be a, who knows if he'll be a devil next year because the right. devils refuse to pay him.
2: I, I mean, hey, at the way he's going, three goals, three assists this week. So there you go. There's the stats okay. for the week, by the way. Uh,
1: for myself, Eric Carlson. Um, the dude is hes starting back the clock. Uh, I think he's been mad about all the disrespect he's been getting the last few years. He's had a fantastic start to the year. Um, he had two goals against uh, against Tampa. He had one against he had the, uh, the overtime winner against Toronto. Uh, he's looked like prime Carlson all over again you know he's uh he's had a pretty impeccable start to the year you just gotta hope he can stay healthy um you know i I know he makes a lot of money i just you know it was uh it was put out there that the sharks are literally open to dealing anybody um and i I wonder if you know if if you can get the sharks to retain i do wonder if somebody would you know be open to trying to bring in carlson he's had a fantastic start to the year it looks like he's he's skating well, which yeah. has always been his best asset. Is skating, um, and he's putting up the points. And on a San Jose team that isn't very good, it's it's pretty damn impressive. So, uh, well, obviously we'll see. But uh, Carlson had a has had a absolutely bonkers start to the year. So uh, good for him. And uh, I'll go with Ek sixty
0: five. Norse front runner Ek sixty five. Is he? Right now, yeah. right now, yeah.
1: Yeah, he's probably up there. It's not gonna he's last, like, but like, no, he's looked good though. He's looked to be yeah. fair. I want
0: to go like to a note on defenseman. like, there hasn't been a dominant one in the league right now. Like, you Kelma Makar's, I guess, like eight points in 10 games is not good. But I've been doing a lot
1: of cardio for me in fantasy. I'm not, yeah, lie.
0: like Roman Yost has been, been all right, like Fox been all right, but like Eric Carlson's leading the chart. Him and Dalene have been leading the chart.
1: Dalene has been good, he's been very
2: good. So uh, is there anything you guys wanted to quickly have to add just before we take off here? I pity everybody that has to watch the next two Leafs games. Uh, just before Myself we do, included. I have to watch those. So.
1: Just before we do sign off, uh, it's not a hockey note, uh, but Vladimir Guerrero Jr. has won his first gold glove. So uh, that was just announced. So I thought I'd give our homeboy, Vladdy, a shout. Hopefully he can, you know, it's crazy to say when a guy has 30 – two home runs and like 98 rbis i would call it a bad year but i think that's testament how good that dude is so hopefully the jays uh
2: thanks for reminding me that the jays choked worse than the Leafs. yeah sorry i just thank you for reminding
0: me for another toronto sports team to win first round
2: (laughs) final thought thank you Masai. (laughs) thanks Thanks. anyway um that is gonna
1: do it uh for this one as always follow us on instagram and twitter at the brain of pod Hope for your guys' sake, the least can uh, start to turn it around. Uh, we will see you guys next week. Have a good one.